Log Talk Radio. Long Talk Radio. She's coming now. You need to come. You you have to share. like you know concrete when it's settling and it's and it's wet and it dries and our feet are like solid in him and we were focused on him and I saw our eyes fixed on him and that's the posture he wants his church firm and grounded on him fixed on him not looking to the right or the left because what's getting ready to unfold and take place is beyond what we can think or imagine and we have to be fixed on him we have to be so just devoted and just focused on him which is why he's trying to address his bride and get you refocused that it's not about ministry it's not about all these other things it's about him and that's why he wants us to return to our first love which is him nothing else can get in the way So that's what I saw. I'm not going to add more or take away. That's exactly what I heard in my spirit. So stay focused on him. That's why he's redirecting us to be so caught up in his presence and seeking his faith. Because there's more that he's going to pour out for the end time because we are living in those times now, presently. So be encouraged. Uh, Folks, today's message is titled, Understanding the Times and the Sons of Issachar. You know, the Sons of Issachar have been heavy on my heart lately. Uh, For those of you that don't know who Issachar was, he was one of the sons uh, of Jacob, born to Leah. You can read about that in the book of Genesis, chapter 35, verse 23. Something very interesting was said about the sons of Issachar. We are told they had an understanding of the times. In fact, in the book of 1 Chronicles, chapter 12, verse 32, we read the following. Of the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do, their chiefs were 200, and all their brethren were at their command. 
If you're a student of Bible prophecy in the world today, you can clearly discern the times we are living in. But most of the church has no clue about the times and seasons that God has so clearly laid out for us in His Word. I want to bring to our attention uh, the rebuke Jesus gave to those around Him who were not paying attention to the times during His first coming. In the book of Luke, chapter 12, verses 54 to 56, the Lord Jesus Christ says the following, And He said also to the people, When you see a cloud rise out of the west, straight away you say, you say There cometh a shower, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, ye say there will be heat, and it cometh to pass. Ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it you do not discern this time? So we are told that the sons of Issachar had an understanding of the times, but the people did, did not discern the signs of the times during Jesus' first coming. The people, however, were without excuse to not understand and be watching because over 300 detailed prophecies had foretold that Christ was coming. The Old Testament provided a description of the circumstances around which the promised Messiah would be born, the bloodline he would come through, the events that would take place in his life, as well as his death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus Christ fulfilled all of these in his first coming to the earth. It is worth noting that even their rejection of Christ was also prophesied. You can read about that in the book of Isaiah and the book of Psalms. The people could discern by looking at the sky if good or bad weather was coming. But they could not discern the promised coming of their Messiah to be watching and waiting for it. That also sounds similar in our world today, doesn't it? All of the signs Jesus told us to look for to signal his soon return are staring us in the face. And yet the majority of the world could care less and have no clue about what is about to come upon this world. In the book of Luke chapter 2. There's great suffering coming to this nation. Today morning, God's giving me a dream, a vision. And this vision, I was listening to President Trump. President Trump was telling this nation how this nation economy has fallen. He was asking the people to remain calm because as the economy has fallen, many people, my brother and sister, have was asking themselves why, and that, they have become violently. God was telling me that the violence that have become in America a few months, my brother and sister, hallelujah, Floyd, I thought because of the murder of Floyd was the reason that these riots in America have began, but God was saying to me that this is the violence, this is the rioting, that he's been talking to us through his prophet that will come to this nation, my brother and sister, that will be a sign of the end. He was speaking to me this. And as I was listening and watching what he was showing me about this nation, the rioters that have begun on this nation, he was telling me that it will not end, that it was just the beginning, he says to me, but it will not end, that they will continue to increase in America. These riots, these violence will continue to increase. Then he shows me, I was watching President Trump speaking from the White House, telling the people that now that the economy has fallen, 
telling the people, asking the people to remain calm and telling them that when he came into office, the economy was already pretty bad. And that what he did, he worked hard with many of his staff, with his staff that he had chosen to work for this nation, to keep the economy going, trying to restore the economy back again. But he was telling them that the economy is falling now. And he said, but I still believe if we work together, we can bring this economy back. He was telling the people. You can see the faces of the people listening to him, very angry and very disappointed. He had a, a self-faith in him, speaking from the White House to the nations about this economy that has fallen and that he did everything in his power and worked hard day after day to keep this, to try to bring this economy back. But he, now there was nothing else he can do. But he said, but he learned there was nothing he can do because it failed. The stock market failed completely. My brother and sister, this economy falling is what God has been telling us. I heard a prophet a day before, yesterday I believe it was, this woman of God, who she was speaking about this revelation that God gave to her. As she was explaining her dream from God, I immediately understood in my spirit that what it meant was the falling of the economy, my brother and sister. And my spirit to me was very clear. The interpretation of a dream that she shared online was the falling of the economy. And so, but I, like I was saying to my wife, I would like to hear from God about it, my brother and sister, because he will talk to me about it when he, was, when he wants to say something like this. And I would like to hear from him like a confirmation. And so God was speaking to me about it. In the spirit, he's taking me to show me these things. I don't know how many months from now, my brother and sister, I myself was trying to look at time and understand when, when, how close it is. Is it at the end of the year? I'm trying to, in the revelation, to understand what we are, what month it is what year it is. As a curious believer, like many of you that are listening will be asking in your mind, when did you see this, brother? Was it 2020, 21, 22, 23? When, would, when were you seeing this? I myself was trying to figure out, see if I can see a newspaper, see if I can see the days, but there was nothing there where I was looking up Donald Trump a few feet away from me, maybe 50 feet away, I was sitting like in the middle of the crowd where the reporter sat with him from the White House as he was speaking. I was one of them sitting there listening to the speech of him to the nation. One of the most important speech he was given the nation. Matter and sister. Oh Lord help us. And I'm there trying to figure out what year is it? What month is it? Is it this before the election? I was trying to figure out these things. But like in a lot of dreams and vision, someone said to me, look for a day, look for a newspaper. See if you see a day, a computer day or anything. No, I cannot, cannot. I was there with the reporter, and I didn't see no days. 
my brothers and sisters, in this revelation. But I knew in my spirit it's close. It's not far off. Not far off. My brother and sister. But it's coming to the nation. My brother and sister. It is coming. Then I said, so outside the nation. I was thinking outside the nations. And it was like I, I got a quick view of this different state in this nation. People began to riot. My brother and sister. And fight with one another. People were violent, were violently angry of our government. So angry, some I can see in their mind that they were thinking, I can see in their face kind of what they were thinking. They felt like the government had failed them. And what do we care for now? That's what their attitude was, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. That was the, what they added to us. What do we care for now? So much hoping, uh, believing that the economy will be restored again, that we will pay our, they will pay even the national debt or, 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 or restore the economy back where we will be able to save our economy. All that hope now was gone, was gone. And everybody's thinking, how am I going to support my family? Riots began to break. My brother and sister, worse than anything I've seen. But because I've seen them in Dream and Revelation from years before, seeing it now, to me, was kind of normal. My brother and sister, I was not afraid. I was just seeing how bad things are going to turn very quickly. As God allowed me to seal this, my brother and sister, hallelujah. I myself was thinking, am I seeing what, if this is of God, and God let me know, yes, it is. But remembering him speaking to me at first, at the beginning of the revelation, how the riot we saw at the beginning of this nation, he was saying to me, clear with an audible voice was only the beginning. And I was thinking of Floyd, as God was speaking to me, how Floyd got killed by those police, my brother and sister, and how now black life matter is all over this nation, including all over the world, my brother and sister. But it was only the beginning. It's the elite agenda, my brothers and sister, to rise the black people who have been told abuse in so many years because they were slaves unto all these nations. And they still, in the back of their mind, they still remember how their grand-grand-grandparents were slaves. And they feel like they've always been abused. And these elite have touched their feeling of so many years of pain that they have carried. My brother and sister, they're using the weakness to use them against the white, the world, even against themselves, my brother and sister. It is sad, but it's true, my brother and sister. As he was speaking to me, I was thinking about Floyd and how the riots began in Minnesota, my brother and sister, and how it's going around the country now, in Portland, in New York, 
my brother and sister, when Obama was in office, it was in North Carolina, black against black. People are ready to riot even greater. And the ones behind all this are the elites, those that want to see this nation and the world come to destruction, come to an end, my brother and sister. Those billionaires who don't care for you or not, that thinks that for us being alive, we are eating their food. Food, they believe, will not be enough with seven and a half billion people on the earth. They believe the food supply will not be enough. And that's why they have in their agenda, top of their agenda, depopulation, my brother and sister, depopulation. Obama has in his agenda planned for this nation when he was in office to, to reduce the town and do not to allow the people to move to towns like from New York to small city upstate or another state, my brother insisted, and just to keep everyone secluded in, in this bigger state. Hallelujah. His Vice President Biden in his agenda going into office, wanting to go into office, is still the same agenda. Reduce the town and keep people in the bigger city. Because they knew the coronavirus was coming. And there's another virus coming, my brother and sister. And I, I was telling my wife earlier, I got to say this on the Lord Tower, before the second virus comes, there's a worse virus that God has shown me that I saw a beginning in New York City, happening in New York City, or entering to New York City like the coronavirus, where I saw this woman dying almost instantly of this virus. I saw the police officer in New York telling people not to come close to her, not to touch her, that the CDC and FEMA have warned them about this virus not knowing from where they come from, and that it might be another coronavirus that we're not aware of yet. And they wonder if it's another worse coronavirus, but this is a second pandem pandemic coming, worse than the coronavirus, that will kill people almost right away. My brother and sister, if they don't have a vaccine for the first, an accurate vaccine that will stop the first, they are not going to have a second vaccine to stop the second virus. And I feel since God showed this to me, because I was there, my brother and sister, I need to warn people again and again on the low tower before the second pandemic comes, which is worse of the coronavirus. And I hope people will take these audio and put it on the Facebook, on the YouTube, or anywhere, and warn the people of the second virus because it's going to be worse. What did God expect people to do? Repent. Repent and come to him. Read the word and repent. My brother and sister, and stop. Hallelujah. Go to going to the bar to sin. Stop doing performing abortion. Hallelujah. Killing those innocent babies, those innocent children. Homosexuals and lesbians, they need to stop and repent and turn away from the wicked way. That's what God expects from each and one of us. Come to his son Jesus for help, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. The second pandemic will come, my brother and sister. And then when it comes, I warn people of, of judgment. I'm, I was going out through the archive by the Lord's Hour today, and I downloaded many of the audios. This one audio where I told people back in 2013, my brother and sister, Barack Obama was in office already. And I remember when two Thomas were giving her warning about the IFID and all that, I was giving warning that there was a speech Obama made, but by 2019, 2020, there will be a change on this nation. Changes will come, my brother and sister. And yes, yes, I said there will be changes 2019, 2020, and 2021. America, I said, will not be the same, my brother and sister. It will not be the same, I said to the people. It will not be the same. And beginning with 2019, hallelujah, the end, hallelujah, a 2018 and beginning with 2019, a, a sister wrote to me and said, Brother Elvie, you've been saying that there will be a change. The judgment will begin in this nation and the world. Where is it, Brother Elvie? Okay, Because you say that God's been showing these things. God's been revealing these things to you. Where is it, Brother Elvie? Where is it? There's great suffering coming. To this nation. Today morning, God's given me a dream, a vision. And this vision, I was listening to President Trump. President Trump was telling this nation how this nation economy has fallen. He was asking the people to remain calm because as the economy has fallen, many people, my brother and sister, have was asking and said, why? And that, they have become violently. God was telling me that the violence that have become in America a few months, my brother and sister, hallelujah, Floyd, I thought because of the murder of Floyd was the reason that these riots in America have begun, but God was saying to me that this is the violence, this is the rioting that he's been talking to us through his prophet that will come to this nation, my brother and sister, that will be a sign of the end. He was speaking to me this. And as I was listening and watching what he was showing me about this nation, the rioters that have begun on this nation, he was telling me that it will not end, that it was just the beginning, he says to me. But it will not end. That they will continue to increase in America. These riots, these violence will continue to increase. Then he shows me, I was watching President Trump speaking from the White House, telling the people that now that the economy has fallen, telling the people, asking the people to remain calm, and telling them that when he came into office, the economy was already pretty bad. And that what he did, he worked hard with many of his staff, with his staff that he had chosen to work for this nation to keep the economy going, trying to restore the economy back again. But he was telling them that the economy is falling now. And he says, but I still believe if we work together, we can bring this economy back. He was telling the people. 
You can see the faces of the people listening to him, very angry and very disappointed. He had a, a self-faith on him, speaking from the White House to the nations about this economy that has fallen and that he did everything in his power and worked hard day after day to keep this, to try to bring this economy back. But he, now there was nothing else he can do. But he said, but he, he learned there was nothing he can do because it failed. The stock market failed completely. My brother and sister, this economy falling is what God has been telling us. I heard a prophet a day before, yesterday I believe it was, this woman of God, who she was speaking about this revelation that God gave to her. As she was explaining her dream from God, I immediately understood in my spirit that what it meant was the falling of the economy. My brother and sister. And my spirit to me was very clear. The interpretation of a dream that she shared online was the falling of the economy. And so, but I, like I was saying to my wife, I would like to hear from God about it. My brother insisted, because he will talk to me about it when he, was, when he wants to say something like this. And I would like to hear from him like a confirmation. And so God was speaking to me about it. In the spirit, he's taking me to show me these things. I don't know how many months from now, my brother and sister, I myself was trying to look at time and understand when, when, how close it is. Is it at the end of the year? I'm trying to, in the revelation, to understand what we are, what month it is, what year it is. As a curious believer, like many of you, that are listening will be asking in your mind, when did you see this, brother? Was it 2020, 21, 22, 23? When, when were you seeing this? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, a lot to talk. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, my brothers and sisters. Shalom. Shalom. Praise God. Thank you, brother. All these things good. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 There's a lot of revelation here tonight, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to start with a prayer. Praise God. Praise your name, Jesus. I'm just getting uh, everything here prepared also. Hallelujah, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, Holy Father, Holy Father, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Yeshua, Hamashiach, Hamashiach, I pray, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah, oh, Lord, that you will give me word to speak to your people tonight, Lord. Oh, I repent, Jesus, from all type and kind of a sin that I have committed against you since the day that I was born, Lord. 
until now in the last second of the rapture, my Lord. Cleanse me, Jesus. Cleanse me. Hallelujah. Cleanse my soul, my spirit, my heart, my subconscious, my mind, everything about me. Cleanse it. Cleanse it, Lord Jesus, with your holy, mighty blood. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Holy Spirit, take charge of my protection. Cover me, Jesus, with your holy, mighty blood. And everyone who's listening in the Lord's hour, welcome to the Lord's hour. And Lord, protect everyone who's listening in our families, their families, Lord, with your mighty blood. Holy Spirit, take charge of our protection. Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all over this place. Fire and power all over this place. Fire and power all over this place. Hallelujah. And in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, I bind every demon, a small, medium, or large, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, and I bind them all in Jesus' name and send them to the pit of hell in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, from north, south, east, west, up and down. And Father God, I pray that you will send archangels to back me up. I pray that you will send archangels, hallelujah, to fight on our behalf, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Clear the atmosphere. Clear the atmosphere, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Clear everything, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. May the Lord Jesus Christ Hallelujah, rebuke you, Satan, you and your demons. May the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you, Satan, you and your demons. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, hallelujah. May the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you, Satan, you and your demons. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, I pray, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power, fire and power all over this place. Fire and power, fire and power, fire and power all over this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're welcome here, Jesus. You're welcome here. Thank you, Father God, for Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. All the glory and the honor to you, Jesus Christ, and Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all over this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, I order every demon to come out now. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I bind them all in Jesus' name and break their powers in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach and send them all to the pit of hell. Every demon that is hidden, come out now in the mighty name of Jesus. I bind you in Jesus' name, break your powers by the blood of Jesus and send you to the pit of hell. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Clear the air, Lord Jesus. Clear the air. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray, Father God, that you will send, hallelujah. You will send your army to fight, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise, hallelujah, be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. God wants us to continue to be in repentance. God wants, hallelujah, to know that there's a great deception coming. Hallelujah. There's holiness that we got to pray for holiness. We have to stay in holiness. We have to remain in righteousness and holiness. Hallelujah. We got to trust God and we have to read the word of God. Hallelujah. So we will not fall. 
uh, because even Christians can fall, and we should not fall if we're trusting Jesus and reading his word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I pray, Father God. Holy Father God. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, that you will give wisdom to your people tonight, Lord Jesus. And I pray, Lord, hallelujah. I pray that you, Lord Jesus, will touch, hallelujah, souls. Holy Spirit, ministry to your people tonight, Holy Spirit. I pray that you will speak, hallelujah, to your people tonight, Lord Jesus. And help me, Lord, help me. Lord Jesus, you are just using me, Lord Jesus. I am your servant, Lord. I am your servant. I am your vessel, Lord Jesus. Use me as however the Lord Jesus Christ would like. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I humbly submit to you, Lord Jesus. Use me, Lord Jesus. And this is, Lord Jesus, for your glory. And honor to you for your glory, Jesus. This is you. Because for you, for you be the glory and the honor for eternity and eternity. This is about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we have to remain in repentance. Repent, therefore, and, and turn back that your sins may be blotted out, says the word of God in Acts 3.19. And from the time Jesus began to preach, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise. It's some kind of slowness, so we've got to be careful with this. But to be patient, uh, but it's patient towards you. Hallelujah. Not wishing that any shall perish, but that all shall reach repentance. My brothers and sisters, God is in control of everything that is happening in this moment. We have to understand, hallelujah, that God is in control, that we have to trust God. We are saved with Jesus. Hallelujah. Our life is with Jesus. God has, hallelujah, he has us in his hand, in his right hand. We have to pray for Israel in this moment. Hallelujah. The world has been an emergency for the last three years. It's one thing after another. We as church... Hallelujah. We have to stand firm. Praise the living God. The prophecies and the signs have to come to pass. Everything what is happening right now, you should not have to be surprised. The prophecies have to be accomplished, have to come to pass. Trust in the Lord. Israel, Israel is in God's hand, hallelujah. Israel will never disappear. So put your seatbelts on, hallelujah, because the rapture of the church is more closer than ever. Praise the living God. It could happen any day, any moment. Praise God. Prepare. That's why God wants us to prepare and repentance. God wants us to prepare, hallelujah, and holiness. God wants us, hallelujah, to be in righteousness. Hallelujah. And we have to trust in God. Hallelujah. God is with Israel. What will happen next? What is going to happen next? 
nothing good, a calamity, famine. Things are just happening. Putin has said that he can he can send missiles to eliminate the American satellites from the space. This is a scaling every day, my brothers and sisters. It's boiling every day. There's there is a thing after another. China, Russia, and North Korea and other countries. Please read the Bible. Read the Bible before it's too late. The world is collapsing. Famine, hunger, earthquakes, viruses, pandemics, plagues, war, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. We're so close to Jesus' return. It is time to seek God. Hallelujah. And we're also close to the World War III. Iran has said that they will defend Hamas. They have said that there's no doubt about it, that they will fight, that they will fight against Israel. Israel is surrounding with enemies. This is big. This is big conflict. It's serious. Days or hours could be critical. What is going to happen the next few days, months? I don't know. But I know, hallelujah, all I know is that we have to trust God. And then the United Nations and America are shaking. Church should pray. We are in a unique time. The next few months could be hard, difficult for the world. Hunger is coming. And God touches human souls. We've got to pray that God will touch the human souls. Run to Jesus. It is time to seek God. I believe that Israel will continue until it is purpose, until it is accomplished. These are Israel moments to eliminate all of these terrorist groups. God, it is calling everyone to seek him and repent. We are at the border of critical moments around the world. What is happening is critical. Iran has said along with other groups, that they could attack Israel in brave. Islamics can attack Israel along with China and other countries. We're so close to a World War III. Preach and speak. Hallelujah. Be a trumpet. Preach the gospel. Preach the good news. It's time to wake up. We cannot ignore what is happening. Don't lose your salvation. You got friends, family. Share the gospel. Share the great news. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be shy. Backsliding, return to Jesus. Or in sin, come back to the Lord. God is saying to you, run to him. 
Come to him. Repent. Don't depart from the Lord. The day will come when you are going to want to be with him and to find him, but you will not find him. Do it now where he can still be found. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Biden visiting Israel. Everything is looking good, right? Just from the night to the morning. They're looking good all of a sudden. The left is looking good. Ha! They're supporting Israel. There's been 200 soldiers that can help Israel in case that there is a major fighting. Can you smell something? Can you smell that something is smelling like a rotten fish? My brothers and sisters, everything is getting closer. The trap is coming. It is a trap in treason. Think about it. Obama is behind all of this, behind the black curtains. He's manipulating everything. He's undercover. He's managing everything before his reign. He is about to show up. Think about it. Iran, Gaza, Hamas, Russia, China, North Korea, everything is lining up. Hello, church, and raising. This is the beginning, the start, to come against Israel. It is their evil agenda plan. It is a trap. Iran, along with other Islamic countries, will fight Israel, right? Then America comes and protects and fights for Israel. Israel. Remember, he's going to see himself and showing to Israel that he cares and protects Israel and that he is for them. But in reality, it will be the opposite. Obama is undercover. Remember, he's for the Islamics and Muslims. That is why he's there sending Biden under his cover. What if he is doing this? Not caring, of course, because he's Satan. Satan doesn't care, right? But let's think about it. What if he's there because he knows that Iran, along with other countries, enemies of Israel, will fight with Israel? And he will show that he is for Israel. Hello? But just to prove Israel trust. Hello, church. First, has to show and prove Israel trust. So Israel can let her guard down. Doing so, then the peace treated. Then the great treason. Israel will cry out for the Messiah to help her. And then we all know that Jesus will show, will show on his second coming to protect and fight for it. So everything now, it is the beginning. It just got started. The Antichrist will show himself. Everything is ready. 
the tribulation that is so close, and so it is the rapture. Hallelujah. And time prophecy, end times prophecies. Will there be peace in the Middle East? All who have tried to create lasting peace between Israel and her neighbors have failed. Yet the the world of of God, the word of God, the word of God says, the one man will appear to succeed. This man's peace plan will begin to final countdown to the return of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. In light of the urgency to make peace in the Middle East, it is vital to understand what the prophet Daniel and Yeshua, Jesus, told us about this peace plan in the last days so we can recognize the times and warn warn others also. In the ninth chapter of the book of Daniel, we read that Daniel, who was in exile in Babylon with the Jewish people, was studying the book of Jeremiah looking for answers. And he read, he understood that Jeremiah foretold a 70-year period of Babylonian captivity before the restoration of Israel will come to pass, Jeremiah 29.10. If you want answers, read the book of Jeremiah and the book of Daniel. We are at the last days, brothers and sisters. We have to pray for Israel, for those that have been Capture also that are innocent. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We have to pray. We got to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have to be on guard, my brothers and sisters. Don't believe everything and everything that you see in the news that are parents, that it shows, it shows, oh, that is good. Great deception is coming. Father God, hallelujah, we're going to pray. We come to you, to your presence. Your word says, cried out to me, and I will respond that everything that we ask Hallelujah to the Father, believing in Jesus' name will be done. We come to you to pray for those that have been captured in Gaza, that they will be free immediately in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. For those that are suffering in their family, that don't know where they are in the mighty name of Jesus, that their nightmare will end in Jesus' name. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus and believe that it will be done. Hallelujah. You have the control of everything, Lord. We come to you, Lord, in prayer to pray for the Israelites and also for those Palestinians that are missionaries and Christians that are there and that they were there preaching your gospel, Lord Jesus, the gospel, the great news. We pray that they will be delivered, Lord Jesus, from their enemies, Lord. 
Put your hand, hallelujah. Put them in your hand, Lord. We pray for them in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray that you will touch those that are yours. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you will cover them that are yours, Lord Jesus. Cover them with your feathers. And right hand, hallelujah, as your word says, cover them with your mighty blood, Lord Jesus. We also pray for the Israelite soldiers that are that are fighting. Lord Jesus, we pray, hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that you will help them to find the peace, that you will help them, Lord Jesus, to rescue, to rescue those people that are being captured. And we pray that they will trap the evil ones in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. We cried out to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. Father, if they're in tunnels or arrested, in pain or in torture, deliver them, Lord. We pray for miracles in the name of Jesus. For those that are innocent, for those that are in great need, seek physical or mental, heal them, Lord Jesus. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That you will protect Israel. Pray for the peace of Israel, Lord Jesus. Israel will never disappear. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This war that is happening, some says it will get complicated. And it is so that God can allow the Antichrist to appear because Israel will attack hard, my brothers and sisters. This war are saying that it is for the beast to appear. The eclipse that will happen in October 28, it is to touch Europe and other countries. So God will allow, God will allow nothing moves on earth or in heaven without God's permission. God is allowing all this to happen. He's in control. That's why we have to trust God. God is allowing this to happen because people don't want, his own people don't want Yeshua. They don't want his word. They don't want holiness. They don't, they don't want to stop on sinning. They want to follow just the pleasures of their flesh and all kinds of other sins. That is why the God will allow the beast to show. But also if we read the book of Revelation, everything has to happen. I was listening to this Jew. He's a teacher, and he was saying that this terrorist group will disappear from the map. We have to pray for that. And we should pray about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
we have to pray, my brothers and sisters. We have to continue praying. And he continues saying that when this happens, treason will happen. He says that Hassa, Alibano, Gaza will disappear. But here's when the treason will happen because the Antichrist will say, I save you, Israel. I am your God. And then they will sadly will you will accept them as their Messiah. All of us that love Israel, we have to pray for Israel. And we all hope for this to end. He says that the Antichrist is going to trick even Christians and that the great deception is coming. He was saying that the Antichrist will soon appear. And he says that here's the sign. Hamas, Jordania, Lebanon, all those enemies, Israel enemies, will end. And the Jews that don't believe in Yeshua and Jesus, they will sound, they will say victory to the Antichrist. There is an eclipse coming on October 28th, and it will be in Europe. He said that God is giving us signs in the heavens and is letting us know that the appearing of the Antichrist is near. Supposedly, that will be the sign. But nothing happens without Jesus' orders, my brothers and sisters, because he's in control. Nothing happens here on heaven, either on earth, without God's permission. We have to pray for those Jewish that don't believe in Yeshua. The spirit of the Antichrist has been operating for a while. We all know that. And it's just going to get worse. And the great deception is coming. He says that the eclipse is the sign of the Antichrist. We have to repent from our sins. Covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses, and forsakes them, will have mercy. And then Hebrews 5, 9, get ready because we are in the last days. There's a great deception coming. Pray that you will not be deceived. When Hamas in Gaza and Lebanon ends, he says that the great deception will start. I don't know. We have to take it to prayer, my brothers and sisters. Take it to prayer. Days, weeks, months, but not many months. He says great events will happen and many will fall in the deception. Whatever, whatever it is, don't believe it. Trust in Jesus and read his word. Read his word. Don't fall. Don't fall for it. Mark 1.15, the time has come, he says. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Hallelujah. Praise God. We have to pray for Israel because she is surrounding with enemies. And at the end, remember that Israel will be, will be alone. But then God, hallelujah, will show up 
for Israel, will protect and fight for Israel. Hallelujah. Praise God. God wants us to stay in repentance. Don't ignore the signs. Hallelujah. And whatever it happens, you have to remain trusting God. The, hallelujah. Acts 2.38, and Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. I'm also going to share, I'm going to share a dream that my daughter had, uh, my daughter Olivia, praise your name, Jesus, hallelujah. And here's the dream. In this dream, I saw the TV in front of me turn on, and the news was playing. The reporters on the news were talking about how North Koreans were deployed in areas of Honduras and Mexico. Oh, boy. My country, my brothers and sisters, this is not good. It zoomed zoomed into Honduras and showed that there were North Koreans deployed at the north coast, almost covering the entire long strip of land that touches the Atlantic coast. It was shown that the North Koreans were looking north, which was the United States. The news then zoomed into southern Mexico and showed that there were North Koreans deployed in the area that looked like the state of Oaxaca, Oaxaca in Chiapas. The news shown that they have a station there. There, and we are also deployed on one long road. I then thought about telling my mom immediately because I knew this meant there was going to be an invasion in the United States. I knew this wasn't going to happen. I knew this wasn't going to happen soon, but instead I felt like it, like it was going to happen right away. And from there, the dream ended. I remember last year also, I had a dream that I was in Honduras. Now it makes sense because God, what God gives, you know, he gives a little bit and a little bit here and a little bit there to different people. It's like a passing, like a passing. And uh, and so uh, the dream that I had was remember, I think I did share this in the Lord's hour. I was in the in the in the back of my uh, in the patio, my house patio in the backyard uh, in Central America, in Honduras. And then I saw these airplanes going, and they were heading towards the north. They were heading towards America. Then I immediately got transported because it was a dream. I was I came to America and I went to immediately to the Marines and I was letting them know they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Take cover, fight back, they're coming. Oh, nothing is going to happen. Who can fight against America? 
just, woman, you're crazy. Go home. No, no, they're coming. Look, look up, look up. And they were hiding. There were many thousands and thousands of airplanes, and they were hiding behind the cloud. It was shown in my dream like that. I remember that. And I remember also, hallelujah, that the rapture was taking place. So my brothers and sisters, it is coming, it's getting closer. Now, this is very important. The Lord shown in a dream to Olivia the areas. Okay? So these people, they already have their plan. They already have, they, they, have, uh, they have been conquisting all these countries so they can have their station, their place. And unfortunately, my brothers and sisters, that is just going to happen. The, um, that was putting in my heart, you know, it's sad. It's, it's going to be attacked north, south, east, and west. Russia is thinking from the north, Canada, Chicago, New York, the north and east. And then, I don't know, now that I'm, you know, that God is showing us Honduras that North Koreans are going to be there and also in Mexico. So think about it. Think about it, California, think Miami, think of Florida, because we were looking at the, in, uh, at the map. They were deployed at the north coast. That's actually where I live. I live. I used to live in the north coast in Central America. So they're thinking on the Atlantics. What if they're doing it underwater? What if their plan is you know, underwater submarines or whatever it is. This is an agenda plan. And then why is happening now in Israel? If you put everything in a puzzle, everything together, remember that America sends Six, uh, I believe, six billion dollars to Iran. Why? To exchange that for soldiers that were there captured, people that were captured. Doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. Giving all the amount of money. Okay, and then who is underwater doing this? Think about it. Who, who did this? Yeah, they're saying now, right? Hamlet, Gaza. But who's, who's sending them? This is a very huge group of terrorists. Who is paying them? Who's sending them? And now, because of that, Iran already has said, if you touch Gaza or continue, you know, we'll, we'll come and fight you. 
oh, and now America is showing up, coming here, you know, we're coming to protect you. But we all know that all of a sudden this is happening, showing up, that they're good and they care. I don't even remember Biden going to Ukraine when all that, you know, chaos was happening. So, for Israel. Now then if uh, Iran comes, you know, and they start fighting, and then they were talking about that America's not even ready or prepared because you know, the economy is about to collapse. And now, with the dream that we had, it's so man and so you could see that it was showing the North Koreans in the North Coast, almost covering the entire long strip of the land, of land that touches the Atlantic coast. See, the Lord reveals the Lord reveals to his people before it happens. Run to the Lord. Friends that are listening, this is no time to be playing games right now. You're already seeing what's happening. Give your life to Jesus before it's too late. In church, it's time to start praying. For those that don't believe in Jesus and for the Jewish that don't believe in Jesus, we have to pray for Israel. The North Coast. Huh. I'm thinking, wow, what a dream. That's exactly, yeah, when I was in my backyard, they were going north. So the entire long strip of land that touches the Atlantic coast, it was shown that the North Koreans were looking north, which was the United States. The news then zoomed into the southern, southern, excuse me for my English, southern in Mexico, and showed that there were North Koreans also deployed in the area that looked like the state of Oaxaca, Oaxaca. I think it's pronounced Oaxaca. I remember finding this in the map with Olea because she's like, is there something with the next mom? And I'm like, is it Oaxaca? Oh, yeah, 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 that one, that one. In Chapas. And I'm like, wow. The new show that they have a station there, and we are also deployed on one long road. I then thought about telling my mom immediately. <laughs> She's always thinking about, even in her dreams, to tell me immediately because I knew this meant there was going to be an invasion in the United States. See, she was thinking it was not happening soon. In her dreams, she was saying, oh, I don't, I don't know when this is going to happen, but instead I felt like it was going to happen right away. So this is imminent, imminent, immediately. And from there the dream ended. So, what do we have to do? We have to stay in repentance. 
and we have to bear fruit. We have to continue to preach the gospel. We have to, hallelujah, to spread the news, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Hallelujah, Matthew 3, 8. The times of ignorance, God says, God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent, Acts 17.30. Luke 13.3, no, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. It's a true repentance. The true repentance, hallelujah, is to live sin, to live Leave anything that is keeping you from pleasing God. You got to leave it. You got to drop that. You have to leave and run and seek the Lord. These are moments just to run to Jesus because the rapture, haha, the rapture is about to happen. We're seeing everything. I mean, look at what's happening around the world. Everything is lining up. Look at the signs. That eclipse, I believe, that is going to happen on the 28th. Uh, the moon is going to look like a, like a ring, you know, like a tiny little one, very thin, like a ring. Think about it. That's actually, um, I believe, on the Islamic, it's the Islamic signs. I see that also on top of the, the building. God is letting us know. And it's going to be shown in Europe. No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. If we confess our sins and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. First John 1 John 1.9. Proverbs 28:13 Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy Luke 5:32 I have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repent to repent to repentance Matthew 3:2 Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand So that's what God is telling us God is letting us know repent because the kingdom of God the kingdom of heaven is at hand the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Praise the Lord. Mark 1.15 and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. God is letting us know very clear what do we need to do. And also that deception is coming. Um. When Hamas in Jordanian Lebanon, I don't know how to say this, I know Hamas in Gaza in English, Jordanian Lebanon will end. And then the Jews that don't believe in Jesus, they will accept the wrong one. Thing is getting closer. It's, uh, uh, the Antichrist is going to trick even Christians. So the great deception is coming. And God, is he wants us to, hallelujah, just to trust in him 
whatever you see, whatever you see on the news, don't fall for it. Even if it looks good, don't fall for it. At first I was thinking, oh, it was about time, you know, that, yeah, that America, you know, wow, of course they have to do it, you know. I mean, Israel is an ally. And at first, you know, they were saying that because of the Republicans, and we see, you know, Biden showing up there. And things looking good. Be careful. I was, I was like, I, I, I'm thinking, I don't, I don't. Yes, I like it that they are protecting, of course, you know, Israel, but something smells. Thing doesn't look right. Great deception is coming. So the eclipse is a sign of the Antichrist plan from our sins. And we have to pray that we will not fall into deception. Now this the teacher, this this person who was saying this is Jew. He was saying that the great deception will start when Hamas and Gaza and Leona ends. And so then days and weeks and months, but not many months, he says, great events will happen and many will fall in the deception. So whatever it is, whatever is happening, at that moment, whatever you see on the news, don't believe it. Remember to trust Jesus. And you will not fall for it if you read and you know the word of God. Time has come. He said the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. So we have to praise God. And we have to praise our Israel. Hallelujah. And for those that don't believe in Yeshua, hallelujah, Hamashiach, in Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from his place unless you repent, Revelation 2, verse 5. 2 Corinthians 7, 10, for godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation. Without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God. Praise the Lord. Luke 15:10. Just so I tell you, 
there's joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Brother Elvin, uh there there's some sounds. Give me there's some Hallelujah, praise God. Maybe I should have took it somewhere earlier before I went out there. <clears throat> there's some, there's some sounds. Uh, let me just send a message to Brother Aldi. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, there's a trick to that. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> It's the top number. The second one is the third. Mm-hmm. And the third one is the... Um, is that the Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. One second, brothers and sisters. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So my brothers and sisters, again, praise God. 
we have to continue to be in repentance. Hallelujah. Second Timothy two twenty five correcting his opponents opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance leading to a knowledge of the truth. Isaiah thirty verse sixteen for thou says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, and returning to rest you should be saved in quietness, and in trust shall be your strength that you were unwilling. Ezekiel 18.32, for I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord God, so turn and live. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can you hear me, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. I hope you can hear me. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. God is good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Pay attention to yourself. Luke 17, 3, verse 4. Hallelujah. Acts 20, verse 21. Testifying both to Jewish and Greeks of repentance towards God and of faith in our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Therefore, say, say to them, thus declares the Lord of hosts, return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts, Zechariah 1.3. James 4.8, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. Be double-minded in Corinthians 7, 9. As it is, I rejoice not because you were grieved, but because you were grieved into repenting. So you felt a godly grief so that you suffered no no loss through us. Luke 24, 47, and the repentance for the forgiveness of sin should be proclaimed and his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So when the deception comes, friends that are listening, brothers and sisters in Christ, do not be deceived. Galatians 6, 7, 8, God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will be also reaped. For the one who sows to his own flesh will, will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who who sows to the Spirit will will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Proverbs 10, 9. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. Proverbs 12, 22. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. Psalm 52, verse 2, your tongue plus destruction like a sharp razor, you worker of the seat. 
Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Luke 6, verse 31. And as you wish that others will do to you, do so to them. Colossians 3, verse 9. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practice. Ephesians 4, 31, verse 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. First John 4, 1. They love, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, for any false prophets have gone out into the world. So when this great deception comes, be careful. Don't believe it. Don't fall for it. And stay with the word. Stay with the word. You will not be deceived. It's staying with the word of God. Remember Genesis 3, 4, but the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Satan is a murderer. He's a liar. He doesn't care. First shows up, the church, of course, we're not going to be here. But my brothers and sisters, friends that are listening, he's just going to show himself like a, like, like, like a, like a cheap He's 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 going to show himself so good. Oh, that he's protecting, that he's saving, and all about peace. Because you know what? Because that's what the world wants, and he's gonna give what the world wants. But then it's, it will be a treason. It will be a lie because Satan is the father of lies. So that's the, so, so you will not be deceived if you read the word of God. And unfortunately, some people are going to be deceived. Those people that don't believe in Jesus and those people that have not read the word of God. <clears throat> and this is what, that's why the Lord tells us, Second Peter 2, 1, 22. But false prophets are arose among the people, just as there, there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the, ma- the, ma- the master who bought them, bringing them upon themselves with destruction. And many will follow their sensuality, and because of them the way of truth will be blasphemed. And in their greed, they will be exploited, you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their distraction is not asleep. For God did not spare angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell and committed them to change of gloomy darkness to be kept until the judgment. If he did not spare the ancient world, but preserved Noah, a hero of righteousness, with seven others, when he brought a flood upon the wall of the ungodly. Why we have to, hallelujah, ask Jesus, hallelujah, 
to we have we have to ask Jesus to help us to be uh, in holiness and also righteousness. And how do we remain like that? Reading the Word of God, uh, praying. Amen. The, the God, Hallelujah, is calling us for holiness. To be, Hallelujah. Remember, without holiness, you won't see God. Hebrews twelve fourteen is tried for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. In Corinthians seven one, since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of, of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. First Peter one fifteen sixteen, but if he who called you is holy. You also be holy in all your conduct, since it is written, you should be holy, for I am holy. And this is what the Lord wants. Hallelujah. He wants, hallelujah, he's going to purify his church. And that's why all these great events are going to happen and all these, you know, events and and chaos and horror stuff uh, you know, war and, and earthquakes and uh, many other things are just ha- are going to happen because and have happened because God wants us to bring us into repentance and into holiness. But then there's going to be a time, there's going to be a time when God is going to, hallelujah, he's going to make his church holy, and is staying in righteousness, hallelujah, and trusting in him. Because his bride has to trust his, his groom, his bride, hallelujah, has to stay and remain in, in holiness and in righteousness before, hallelujah, the return of her groom. First Samuel 2, 2, there's none holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you. There's no rock like our God. Romans 12, verse 1, appeal to you, therefore, brothers, my, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Leviticus 20, verse 26, you should be holy to me, for I, the Lord, am holy and have separated you from the peoples that, that you should be mine. Romans 6.22, but now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to the sanctification, and it is an eternal life. Matthew 5.48, you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. 1 Thessalonians 4.7, for God has not called us for impurity but in holiness. Hallelujah. Isaiah 57, 15, for that says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and the holy place, and also with him who is of a country and lowly spirit, to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the country. So staying in holiness and staying in righteousness, 
staying in holiness and staying in righteousness. We have to stand firm. We have to keep trusting God, and we have to remain in holiness and in righteousness before, hallelujah, Jesus returns. 1 John 3, 7, little children, let no one deceive you. Remember this. Remember this verse. When the great deception comes, little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. 1 John 2, 29, if you know that he's righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. Psalms 106.3, blessed are they who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Matthew 5, verse 20, for I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. First Peter 3.14, but even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed of them, nor be troubled. So my brothers and sisters, we have to pray for Israel we have to trust in God. And right now, we're going to pray for Israel at this moment, Holy Spirit, this charge of apportation. Oh, Father God. Oh, Holy Father God, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Father. I pray, Father God, that you will send archangels, that you will send, hallelujah, your army, Lord Jesus, to fight for Israel. I pray, hallelujah, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, hallelujah. Lord, protect Israel. We pray, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, that you, we pray for the peace, hallelujah, for the peace of Israel. We pray, hallelujah, Lord Jesus, that you, Lord, hallelujah, will clean what it needs to be cleaned. Lord Jesus, and we pray for the soldiers of Israel, Lord Jesus, for their protection, Lord. We also pray, Lord Jesus, and for, for the Israel and for those that are good, that are Palestinian, that are you know that they are yours, Lord, because only you know. We pray, Lord, for those that are yours, Lord, to be protected, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power. North, south, east, west, the four corners of the earth, come down with fire and power. Fire and power. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus, and we bind in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. Every evil spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray for every evil spirit 
plan or work to be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Every plan against uh, Israel, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus to be demolished in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray for backup. I pray, Father God, hallelujah, in the mighty name of your son, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray, Lord, that you will protect, Lord Jesus, Israel, and I know that you are, Lord Jesus, for Israel. I know, Lord Jesus, he's, uh, uh, Israel is, hallelujah, your land. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, Lord, for doing all of this, Lord. And we pray for those people, Lord Jesus, that are being captured, that are innocent, that are yours, to be protected by the mighty name of, hallelujah, Jesus. And, Lord, we pray that they will be covered, hallelujah, with 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 your blood, Jesus, and that they will be rescued, Lord. I was watching a video where the Israelites were coming, and they were just they they found some people, and they and they got these people out immediately. And at that moment, the Israelites, the Israelites, uh, uh, I don't know how, how many uh, of the evil ones they killed, but they they. Uh, um, they were able to get all these people that they were in 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 uh in some places that there were tunnels. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. And we continue to pray, Lord Jesus, that you will give wisdom, Lord Jesus, to the soldiers and they will find all these people that are uh uh children's, women's, uh uh elderly. And Lord, we pray that if they are yours, Lord Jesus, to be Lord Jesus, to be delivered. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah, we pray, Lord Jesus, for your plan, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, for your plan, Jesus Christ, to be accomplished. We pray, Lord God Almighty, hallelujah, that your will, Lord Jesus, will be done. You are in control, Lord. You are in control, Jesus. Hallelujah. And we pray, Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah, we pray for the protection, Lord, of Israel, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Everything, Lord Jesus, that it happens or it has to happen, Lord, it is because it needs to happen. And it's also necessary. And that's why we pray that your will be done, Lord Jesus. While we we pray, Lord, that you will protect, Lord Jesus, for the protection of Israel, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. And thank you for the Holy Spirit of God that is powerful. Hallelujah. Lord, we pray the evil plans to be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus from our family, from our children. Lord, we pray for our families. We pray for everyone that we know, Lord Jesus that the enemy plan will be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus over our families. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Lord, cancel the enemy plans over our families in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Cleanse us, Lord Jesus, from all unrighteousness and keep us clean, Lord Jesus. Lord, you're working with your church. Hallelujah. You're working, Lord Jesus, with your bride, Lord. You are, Lord Jesus, purified in our hearts, 
empowering our faith, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You're working, Lord Jesus, with your church and how to, and, 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 and to trust you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, purifying in our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Obedience. You're working with obedience also. Obedience is a big one, my brothers and sisters. You know that there are so many people that are going to be left behind because they have disobeyed God, and they're very disobedient. They're very disobedient like a donkey. They're very rebellious, you know, to God. Remember that rebellion is a sin. It's like a witchcraft. That's how God views it. We have to repent, and we have to we 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 have to say to the Lord, Lord, you Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, see my heart, and see everything in me that it needs to be changed, and anything that it needs to be delivered. Deliver it, Lord. You pray to the Lord like that. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me to obey you. Help me to be more obedient. Lord was putting this in my heart. There's so many Christians that are going to be left behind just because they have disobeyed. Because God has let them know in one way, in another way, in so many different ways. Or with, or with some people, and God knows how, but they have disobeyed the Lord constantly. It's like one thing after another, and one thing after another, and they continue to disobey God, and they continue to disobey God. And God, when it gets to that point, you know, God gets angry. Think about it. If you have a child that disobeys you, so many times and does not want to listen to you and just do whatever it pleases. You're not going to be happy. You're going to be angry. And you will want your child to obey you, to listen to you, right? Because that gives you joy. That gives you, uh, that gives you joy to your heart and makes you happy. And that is what God wants. If we disobey, if we disobey God, God is going to be unhappy. He's not going to be happy with us. Of course not. God is not going to be pleased. So we have to pray for obedience. We have to pray for repentance. That, hallelujah! That God will touch us. Believing God, we have to pray for righteousness. We got to pray for holiness because God is working with His church. He is doing all this to the church right now. He's purifying the church. And there's more to come for the church to be ready. And there's a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until, hallelujah, until Jesus is okay. The church is ready. I'm taking my people out of here. And then the tribulation will start. As soon as Jesus comes for his bride and take his church to heaven, Hallelujah. Soon the tribulation will start immediately. The rapture will happen. At the same time, the tribulation will happen. Everything is lining up. God has revealed his secrets and his mystery to, hallelujah, to his people, to his prophets. 
into his people, having dreams and having visions. The young people having visions, like my daughter, she had that dream. You know, showing her where the enemies are and show me where is it, what, what, from where is it going to start to. And I'm, I'm sad also because, you know, my country is Honduras. And now I know that the new, you know, that new president that came to Honduras, I know it's going to be a disaster. She's communism. And since then, you know, Honduras has not been doing well. I remember uh, a couple of years ago, you know, that uh, they were with the uh, they were agreeing with Chavez, the president of, of, of Venezuela and also Colombia. And uh, that happened many years ago. And then we had another president that it was good, but then another one was bad. And now this one is, is, is really bad. The president is, is, is a woman. But anyway... Things, they have to happen. It's necessary for all this to happen. And God is in control. Nothing moves. Nothing moves on earth unless if it is, you know, with God's permission. So everything was going on right now. We should not get angry or be surprised because we know that this thing had to happen, and it is about to happen, and it's just lining up, getting closer. So now we got the eyes right now, right where Israel is, is where Israel is, is right now, and what's happening with those with Israel enemies and all these things. But then, Russia, along with the other countries, you know, are thinking about their evil plan too. Everywhere is being distracted. There's a distraction everywhere. So we have to trust, hallelujah, in the Lord in this moment. Praise. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We have to trust in Jesus. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Romans 15, verse 13. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Praise God. Psalms 46, verse 10, because it's worth it to be exalted. Hallelujah. So we have to trust in the Lord with all our heart and not to lean in our own understanding. It's Proverbs 3, 5, 6 says, and all of our ways acknowledge him, and he will make us straight our paths. Hallelujah. And don't be afraid of the bad news. Don't be afraid about what's happening. Don't be afraid about what is next. Because in your heart, you're staying firm, trusting in the Lord. And it is in the Bible too, Psalms, Psalms 1, 12, verse 7. He's not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And that's what we got to do. 
We just need to know. We just need to know what's happening. So we will know, hallelujah, how close the return of the Lord is or how close, you know, the tribulation is. And everything is lining up. So we have to commit our ways to the Lord, trusting in him, and we should not fear because God is with us, okay? And we have to have faith, hallelujah. Remember, because without faith, it is impossible to please him. The word of God tells us that in Hebrews 11, verse 6. And we have to trust that we, we, we're going to take refuge in the Lord. And we're not going to trust man. So don't trust men. Don't, when you see Biden doing all these good things, no, we can't trust nobody. We can't trust men. Look who's going to, uh, who's going to um, trick Israel, the Antichrist. It's Satan incarnated in a man. And a lot of people are going to fall for that. We can't trust government. We can't trust men. Because if we do that, it's going to be, it's going to be the, you know, our destruction. So we need to just trust our Lord and believe in his word. And when we are afraid, we've got to put our trust in the Lord. When we are in trouble, we've got to believe, hallelujah, that God is with us. When we are in fear, we have to, hallelujah, to trust that the Lord is our safety. The Lord is our safety. Under his wings, he will cover. He will hold us with his right hands. Hallelujah. So we have to trust in the Lord and his faithfulness because the Lord will never fail you. He will be, he will be faithful to you. All the days of your life. Hallelujah. And forever and ever. Because God is a faithful God. And God, hallelujah, does not lie. He's a truthful God. Everything, hallelujah, that comes, hallelujah, from Jesus, Father God, and the Holy Spirit is good. And it is truth. Because they are truth. And that is why we've got to trust the Lord. The Lord is good. The word God tells us in Naun 1-7, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. He knows those who trust in him. He knows those, hallelujah, that when they're afraid, you know, they, they, they put, hallelujah, their trust and their faith in Jesus. And when you feel afraid, Read 91, Psalms 91, 116. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the child of the Almighty. I will say, when this great event comes, I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my distress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare to fall and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night nor the error that flies by day. Every time you see, if you see a new event coming, or you're seeing going, things going south, you trust in the Lord and you remember. Keep this in, and uh, memorize this verse, 91, Psalms 91, 116. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 28, 168. And if you faith 
faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today. The Lord your God will set your high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your of your herds, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneeling bowl. You'll be blessed obeying God. Hallelujah. And you will be also happy everywhere you go. When you go to work and you're obeying, and you're obeying him and submitting, submitting, hallelujah, to the Lord, submitting to the Lord and obeying to the Lord, you will find peace. Hallelujah. There's sometimes... You know, that they are, uh, let's say, you know, someone that is not, that has a, a strong personality at work or, uh, yeah, someone tough. And that and that, that person is, is letting you know, you know, what to do. It's your work. And you might say, oh, but, you know, this person is, is not, not nothing of me. Like why? Why should I just do it? It it is, uh, you know, and it is regarding your job, and it's just giving you some hard time. Remember what the word God tells us: turn the other cheek and submit. And you know what? I find out my brothers and sisters doing this, you will have one piece of heaven. At work, you will not you will not uh, have all this gossiping. You will not have drama. All this drama, excuse me. You're just going to go there and work, and you'll see everyone happy. You will see everyone happy. Yeah. I remember when the Lord, hallelujah, in one occasion, he he was letting me know to submit, and it was hard. It was, it was very, you know, it was very difficult to submit to someone. And I had to do it for the peace. No, that you gotta put this here. No, you gotta you gotta do this this way. No, that you're putting you know you're putting the birds in a in 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 a different way. No, you're supposed to do this. No, you're supposed to pour the models this way. No, you're supposed to block the models this way. And you know what? I always the Lord put in my heart. Turn the other chick and submit. And it was hard in the beginning. I did not want to do it, you know, like a like a human. Like you, you struggle, you kick, and you're like, no, I'm not doing it. Like you, know, no, no, and no, and no, and no. And because, see, I was not doing it, I was not having my peace. And everywhere I went, it was there was no peace. And the Lord was okay. You don't want to do it, okay. You will not have peace. And you know what? When I learned how to submit, my brothers and sisters to submit and obey, because sometimes the Lord sends people like that so then you can submit, because maybe in your area, in in, in that area, you are lacking of of that area of submitting 
and obeying. God has allowed, sometimes allows that to happen so then you will learn how to submit and how to obey. We have to obey his word. We've got to obey God. But then God allows this to happen in our life because we are weak in that area, and he wants to, hallelujah, to help us in that area because that area right there can leave you in the tribulation. And I started to obey. I started to submit, and I started to obey, and God is my witness. And my brothers and sisters, I had a peace of heaven. Peace of heaven at work. I was I was going to work. Everyone was smiling and laughing. There was no gossiping. There was nothing. There was like, oh my goodness, like really? Am I really? Where am I here? I was loving later to going to work. Everyone was like, okay. Everyone seems to be okay. Like, uh, I see so and so happy. I see another person happy and another person happy. And 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 time was going really fast because, um, you know, when you're having fun and when you are and when you're happy in a place, also you just don't want to leave out of that place. You see, daughter, it just took you just to submit and obey in that area, and now look around you. And then I'm thinking, why I didn't do this before? Why was I a fool? Why he didn't do it? And it was not only that area, but everywhere I went, it was peace. And that's how the Lord has taught me through the years. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Finding, I'm trying to find a biblical verse here to support me for what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Finding a verse here. Bible, submitting one another, submitting to one another of reverence for Christ, Ephesians 5.21, Galatians 5.13, for you were called to freedom, brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but, but through love serve one another. First Peter 5.5, 5, likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the olders. Clothe yourself, all of you, with humility towards, towards one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Not submitting is pride. That's pride, and it's a big one. That's why God doesn't like that. And that is why, you know, some Christians are going to be left behind because submission when you submit, you obey. You cannot, if you don't submit, you cannot obey. So we have to pray, the, the, hallelujah, that God will break our pride and that God will make us humble. And now get ready and prepare because that's just not going to happen just like, just like magical. 
which is God is going to put you in a place or with someone or I don't know where, but God is going, hallelujah, he's going to do that. He's going to allow you to go through that. So then you, he's going to use anyone for you to submit in a way. You don't want to be left behind. You start praying to God, God, find in me whatever is not pleasing you. Find my heart. Search in my heart. Search in all my beings. What is not pleasing you, Lord? And, Lord, I pray that you will, whatever you see, deliver me. And whatever you see, Lord, because God can see everything. Help me and change me in that area. Now, that change is not going to happen just, just like that. It's gonna, you're going to you're gonna go through that, uh, uh, through that trial or through that test. And when you go through that, you've got to remember, oh, I have to submit. And it doesn't matter how the person or someone or whoever God is going to do it. You better obey. You better submit. If you cannot submit, if you don't learn how to submit to someone, you will never be able to obey. And disobedience is a big one. That's why Satan got thrown uh, thrown away, kicked out of heaven, because he was one disobedient and a stubborn mule. He was very, very disobedient to God. And there's one thing that God does not like is disobedience. And that's why when I, when I come to the Lord's hour, I'm bringing you uh, uh, all the time obedience, 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 because that obedience and faith is a big one for the Lord. And if you don't have faith, if, that's, if you don't have faith, you're not going to trust God. And there's a moment right now. There's a moment right now the biggest deception will come. And it's going to happen. I don't know when my process is. I don't know when all this is could be happening really fast. It could happen, I don't know, next week, two weeks, a month, or, 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 or two months. If you're not ready, if you have not learned how to submit and how to obey God and, and how to trust God and put your faith in God, you're going to fail. And you don't want to fail. Hallelujah. Do nothing from selfish ambition or or conceit, but in humility, says the word of God. Count others more significant than yourself. Philippians 2, verse 3. Submitting to one another. Ephesians 5, 21, 33. Submitting to one another, to one another, out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your own husbands. It's the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. His body and his, himself, it is Savior. Hallelujah. Now, as the church submits to Christ, we have to submit to Christ. God is going to give you a task in how to submit. You are going to go, may go to a trial on how to learn how to submit. It doesn't just happen just like that. So also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wife. It's Christ loved the church and gave herself up for her. This is a must-do thing that we need to do. If you're fighting, you know, with your husband and you cannot submit to your husband, you're not submitting to God. And husbands, if you're not loving your wife, 
Is Christ love the church and gave herself up for her? You're in trouble with God. It goes both ways. So we need to do those things. You don't want to be left behind. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. Romans 4. But you need to talk, talk about it without getting angry. Talk, a conversation, conversation, communication without elevating yourself, without getting angry. And then just, and then just do it for the peace. Just do it. Obey your leaders and submit to them. Here we go. Hebrews 13, 17. This could be a word. This could be, you know, anywhere where God has sent you. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that will be of no advantage to you. Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Peter 3a, finally all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly, love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. First Peter 3.5.6, for this is how the holy woman whom hope in God used to adorn themselves by submitting to their own husbands. Is Sarah obey Abraham, calling him Lord, and you are her children. If you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. Why do you think it is important to read the word of God? It is super important because it's letting you know the things that you are supposed to do to make it to heaven so God can take you in the rapture. I'm just reading the word of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You, Lord. So in uh, doing this, you will have peace. You will have peace. But if you're not obeying, if you're not obeying to whoever God has put in your life, your life is going to be miserable. You're just going to have a problem after another problem. It's going to be always a problem. Everywhere you go, it's going to be, it's just not going to be happiness. I'm telling you from my own experience. Uh Uh-huh. And then the Lord, the Lord. See, when, when the Lord puts a person in your life, right, and you don't learn how to submit, and you can't pass the one, and then you have another person, and you don't learn how to submit, okay, then he, he, he puts you in another situation, and you still don't, don't, don't want to submit. He will put you into another situation, and you better do it because 
when you get rapture, if you get rapture, think about the millennium. Oh, ho, ho, ho. How many years are you going to be in the millennium because you didn't submit on earth? The Lord Church, how many years? Well, for those people that didn't want to have children on earth, I'm not talking about those that couldn't conceive, but those that they didn't want children because they didn't want to work. Oh, it's too much of a work. It's too much of stress. How many years are you going to be in the millennium? Now, I'm talking about mysteries. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, those people that didn't like to work, they rather want to be homeless instead of working. Now, I'm talking about those people that they, they, they are able to work, but they are not willing or not wanting to work because they're lazy. How many years in the millennium? You can't escape from God. You can't. You can't run from God. Whatever you can, whatever you don't want to do here, you're going to do it in the future. That's why it's better. If you have a trial here, pass it. Just give thanks to the Lord and say, I praise you, God, and change me. Whatever needs to be changed, change it, Lord. And, 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 and just don't, you know, don't become angry or don't say, oh, but why, God? Avoid that. Because you want to pass that. And when, when you go to a test, the same thing. And if God, if God puts someone for you to submit or obey or whatever other things that you do have that only God knows and you can succeed that, are you going to be – now, that's a question for you. Like, you have to think about it. And uh, I, I want to change. I want to get this right. I want to be delivered because you want to be raptured. Yeah. And in the tribulation it's gonna be it's gonna be ten times oof, twenty or thirty or forty or fifty times hotter. It's gonna be really hard. Do it now when there's time and it's better to see God now than where he can you know, that he can still be found. Not later that you're like knocking and and saying, I just Lord, I'm sorry, where are you? I'm looking for you but then not going to be there. I'm talking for those, you know, that are going to be left behind. I don't know who's going to be left left behind. I don't want to know who's going to be left behind. That That is between you and God. But I'm just here to let you know, read the word of God, and that will instruct you on what to do and what not to do. What to do for you to be raptured and what not to do and what not to do. Okay? That you are, you know, you can't, you can't, um, many things, like giving pleasures, you know, to the flesh and everything, whatever it is here on earth, whatever your weakness is. God is going to challenge you with your weakness. You know that? He's already challenging some people with their weakness. Yeah. He's challenging that. But it's for your own good. You know, I'm not trying to put here fear on you. No. It's, it's, it, that's, that's, not my, that's not my goal. I'm not here to provoke or to, or to give you fear. It's to prepare you. It's how to prepare you. How 
um, what is it that you do need to avoid and what are the things that you need to do to be raptured? Remember that um, obedience is better than sacrifice, right? And God, uh, God is going to challenge you with your weakness. Whatever you have that is your weakness, and you want God to improve that or change that, well, get ready and prepare because that change will come. And it's for your own good. And when that happens, because it is for your own good, don't be sad or angry about it. Instead, just be rejoiced and happy that just happened. And, oh, wow, I'm actually going through one of the things you're going to think. I'm actually going through this thing that is actually, it was actually weak in my area. And God is improving this. Praise the Lord. At that moment, you got to just praise God. Because doing it so you can be saved. He's doing it so you can be, you know, you can be raptured. There are so many people that have prayed for changing in their life. Lord, change me in this area. Lord, I'm failing you in this area. I don't, I don't, I don't like this about myself. I need to be delivered, and God is going to do it. And when God does it, and 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 it just and um and at that moment, you know, he's working with that problem with you, you will know and be actually happy because it's happening. Because it is for your own good. Uh God does not like laziness. He doesn't like laziness. God wants us to work. He wants us to be responsible. He wants us to pay our bills. He wants us to take care of our families. He wants us to help our family, you know, with, with, with uh, you know, spiritually and also physically. Physically and spiritually is, is guiding them and leading them to Christ and, and teaching them about Christ and reading the word God. Hallelujah. Supporting your family. You can't be lazy and sitting down and doing nothing. No, you got to go to work. You have to work. You have a family to support. God is speaking here to some people. I pray to Jesus and the Holy Spirit to minister to his people tonight. Hallelujah. You can't just be there sitting down and watching TV or, or having your wife do all the work or vice versa. Because there's some wife also that are lazy and they and they let the men do everything. No, you you work, you work. You take care of the family. You take care of your kids. You take care of your husband. You take care of your wife. And it's, I'm talking about both. Because you know, otherwise you're gonna do that in the millennium. You can't escape. Oh, I just want to sit down and I just want to relax. No. You can relax on Sundays or Saturdays, meditate with the Lord, pray, fast, hallelujah. But during the week, for those people that the Lord has them working like that, it could be the husband or it could be the wife, 
if they're working, they have to support the family. I don't know if it's the if it's the if it's if it's the man, right, or the or the the husband or the wife, the vice versa, whoever it is. But we can't rely on only one person for those that are married. You can't rely on your uh, husband too much or relying on your wife too much. A little bit of a help here and there. A little bit of a help here and there. Hallelujah. And you, if you have been asking God, to change you, and you're seeing that he's actually doing it, actually happening with whatever you have asked, cooperate, submit, and obey. Hallelujah. And for those that are single, now I'm talking about me, I'm single too, right? Uh, it is it is more difficult because you have to be you have to be the father and you gotta be also the mother at the same time because you have to support your family like me in my case I have to go to work so I can pay the bills okay um, I have to be sure that my kids you know that they have eating. And if you have other people, you know, to take care of it and you're doing it, praise God for that. I got my dad. I'm taking care of my dad. But God is God is my help. God helps me and he provides for me. He has never let me down. Hallelujah. And it is, uh, it is more easy, easier to dedicate, you know, your life to Jesus. Because you don't have, um, you know, your partner to uh, uh, being being with a with being with a husband. It requires, uh, you know, some time there, and so I don't have that. So I can I can have more time with the Lord. I I can't I can't be lazy. I could have I could have just dropped everything and said, you know what, nope. Uh, I'm just, I'm just giving up. This is too hard. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to support my family. My kids could have gone, you know, uh, uh, homeless or they, they just, they, um, or, um, what is this thing called? Um, like a lot of things could have gone wrong. I didn't let that happen. You know, we got to be responsible. We have to be responsible to support our family. God sends us. He gives us, hallelujah, our children, to so, you know, to uh, support them. But we can't just give up just like that and give your children to foster care or, or become homeless because you're lazy and you just give up and you just forget about everybody. I'm just going to think about myself. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. 
And uh, I don't know if you are in a situation like that. God is a forgiving God. He forgives us. He forgives us. But we have to change. See, this is when it comes to uh, the truthful, you know, repentance, a um, sincere repentance that you, you have to change. You've got to turn 360. You have to change. If you are there, you know what? I'm going to start looking for a job. I'm going to, I'm going to fight for my kids if they're in foster care or, or someone else is taking care of your kids. No, I'm, on, I'm gonna just going to go. I'm going to go to work and work hard because I, I just want my kids back. See, speaking here to someone and repent, Turn away from that sin and repent and ask God to forgive you and give your life to Jesus and say, Father God, Father God, hallelujah, forgive my sins. I repent. Jesus, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me with your, with your mighty blood. Hallelujah. Write my name in the book of life. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me for doing this to my family. Forgive me, Lord. Help me now to recuperate my family. Help me how to find my family. Help me, Jesus. And the Lord will help you, and the Lord will forgive you. And then and then the Lord will provide for you. Hallelujah. God is, God is a forgiving God. He hates sin, but he loves us. And he's a forgiving God. Hallelujah. And whatever area he's working with you, he has done it with you, with me many times, my brothers and sisters. Whatever area that he's working, and you know that God is working, as I said earlier, don't turn left or right. Don't get angry. In fact, think about it and say, wow, this is actually happening to me, and this is the, this is the part that I actually most hate to do. I don't like this. Oh, but see, that is what God is changing in you. And God has found either someone or or a video or anything to touch that area of yours and to change that area. Don't crawl, don't kick, don't be angry, but just obey. And through the submission and the obedience, the change will happen. The change will happen, and then you'll say, "Wow, but why I why I didn't do it? Why was I I was a fool for not doing it? Because in return, now I got peace. Whatever area it is, have God work in that area, and you give permission to God to work in that area in your life, and you'll see." God is the God of miracles. God is our God that delivers his people. God is, hallelujah, he's a good God. And whatever he's doing in your life, it's because you need it. It's because he wants to purify you. He wants that change so you can be raptured. Hello, church. You have prayed about it. But then don't kick, don't be a mule, don't be a donkey. Don't get angry. No, in fact, be happy. 
because they have come to you for a change. God will not take disobedient children to their heaven. God will not take people that they never wanted to submit. God will not take people that are all what they're doing is drinking or fornicating or adultering or killing. Unless if you repent, unless if you repent, because that's that's the good God that we have, that he can forgive you. Only God can forgive you. If you have done all those things, don't think that because you have done those things, you you will not go to heaven. No, you will go to heaven, but only if you repent. And you believe in Jesus Christ that he died at that cross for you because he shed that blood for you and me so we could be saved. So, yeah, you have done all those things, but you can repent. Giving your life to Jesus and saying, Lord, I forgive me, Lord. I believe in you. You're the son of God. Write my name in the book of life. I repent, Jesus, from all type and kind of a sin. Don't think, oh, my goodness, my sins are so big and my sins are so, so many that I don't think I'm worthy. Hey, I'm not worthy either. I'm a sinner just like you. And God have mercy just to bring me here to speak to you. But I'm another sinner. And God have forgave, he have forgiven me. He, he hallelujah, he, he gave me his grace. He forgave me. And I'm cleansed and watched with his mighty and holy blood. And that is why I can go to heaven. Jesus is the door. He's the door. Whoever believes in Jesus, hallelujah, the word of God says, whoever believes in Jesus will be saved. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, you Lord, for speaking to your people tonight. Thank you so much, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For by grace you have been saved through faith, Ephesians 2, 8, verse 9. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Romans 10, verse 9. Because, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So confess your sins to Jesus right there where you are in secret. And start mentioning, saying to the Lord, Lord, cleanse me from all these sins that I have committed against you. Forgive me. Forgive me, Lord, for all these sins that I committed to you and wash those things away with your holy blood, Jesus. And I believe, Lord, in my heart that you raised from the dead and that you are the Son of God, and I believe in you, and God is touching you right now. Hallelujah. And say, forgive me, Lord, I repent. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how many sins, how long is the list, how big it is, and whatever you have done, but you have come to repentance and you have given your life to Jesus, and that's it. That's all what it is. 
God takes you. That's why he sent Jesus, hallelujah, to die for you and to die for me. So we, hallelujah, could be saved through Jesus, through Jesus Christ. And he washes our sins away with his blood. He saved us not because of works done by, by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of generations and renewal of the Holy Spirit, Titus 3, 5. Acts for 12, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven, giving among men, by which we must be saved. John 14, verse 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ephesians 2, verse 8, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Praise God. Matthew 7, verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, 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 will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven, John 6, 44, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him on the last day. So when you give your life to Jesus, hallelujah, he will raise you. Hallelujah, on the last day, he will rapture you. Hallelujah, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Here we go. For friends that are listening, that are, they don't understand what the rapture means, Okay. Here's some biblical verses about the rapture. First Thessalonians 4.17. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will always be with the Lord. Amen. So God is going to take his people. God is going to take the people that have believed in him, and he's coming, and we're going to meet him in the clouds. And then he's going to take us to heaven. I'm giving you biblical verses in the rapture for those that don't understand the rapture, for those friends that are listening. Matthew 24, 29, 31. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, which is about to happen, that's about to happen, everything is lining up, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from heaven. And the powers of the heavens will be shaking. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet. Call and they will gather his elect from the four wings from one end of heaven to the other. Revelation 1-7, behold, he's coming with the clouds. And every eye will see him. Every, even those who pursue him uh, and all tribes of the earth will well and on account of him, even so, amen. First Thessalonians 4, 16. So the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the voice of archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will, will rise first. First Thessalonians. Excuse me, First Thessalonians four sixteen eighteen. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, 
And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with his words. Revelation 3.10, because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world. To try those who dwell on the earth. And then lastly, 1 Corinthians 15.52, in a moment in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will raise imperishable, and we shall be changed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Brothers and sisters, so keep looking up. Keep looking up because the king is coming back. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to pray. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, help us all to be ready for the rapture. And thank you, Lord, for revealing what we need to do. to make it to the rapture. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray for all of those, Lord Jesus, that have asked for a change, that you will have mercy, Lord Jesus, and that you will change them, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And help them pass the test or the trial, whatever they're going through. Help them, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray that we will stay in righteousness. We pray that we will stay in holiness. We pray, Lord, that we will trust you. We pray, Lord Jesus, that when the deception comes, Lord Jesus, that we will be strong and firm because we know and we trust in you, Lord Jesus, and we know your word. We pray, Lord Jesus, that we will not be deceived. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be humble, to be more like you. Help us to submit, Lord Jesus, to you. Help us to obey you, Lord Jesus. Empower our faith, Lord Jesus. We pray for more faith, Lord. Because without faith, it is impossible to please you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I thank you, Father, for ministering your people tonight. I'm just your vessel. I'm your servant. You can use me however you wish, my Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your message because you are even preaching to me, Lord. Yes, my Lord. And I thank you for that message, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for always taking care of us, for always providing for us. Hallelujah. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for always sending your angels also to take care of us wherever we go, as you were said, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray, Lord Jesus, for every listener 
Hallelujah. We pray for every listener, Lord. Jesus. That you will help them, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord, that for everything, Lord Jesus, that they have prayed, Lord. The Lord, I pray. Hallelujah. For them, Lord. Bless us all, Lord Jesus. Bless us all, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And everyone, Lord Jesus, that is sick here tonight, Lord Jesus, heal them, Lord. Everyone who needs you, Lord, that will come to you. Hallelujah. And that they will give, Lord Jesus, their life to you, Lord. And I thank you for that, Lord Jesus. And I know you're working to speak in people's hearts right now. You know what your people need. Give them and provide according to their needs. And let your will be done in their life, Lord. And deliver your people tonight. And heal your people tonight, Lord Jesus. And prepare your people for what is coming. And help them, Lord Jesus, to submit to you and to obey you, Lord. I also pray this, Lord Jesus, for me and for my family and for all of us that are listening, Lord. Thank you, Father God, in the mighty name of Yeshua Mashiach. Thank you for sending angels to take care of us. But mainly, thank you so much, Lord, for being in our life, Jesus, for having the Holy Spirit of the Lord, hallelujah, within us. And thank you for helping us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because when we fail or we or we um, we feel, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, that we can't continue, that you help us, Lord Jesus. You help us at that moment. That I pray for strength for your people. I pray that we will not give up, Lord Jesus. Never on you. Hallelujah. I pray, Lord Jesus, for faithfulness. That we will be faithful to you until our day of redemption. That we, I pray that we will obey you and submit to you till the day of redemption, redemption Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you for listening, Lord Jesus, to our prayers. You are an awesome God, a God that cares, and a faithful God, and a truthful God. Help us to remain firm. Help us to stay firm. Help us to, hallelujah, to continue and never give up. Without you, we're nothing, Jesus. You are the life. You are the fountain of life. You are the bread of life. You are our redeemer. And you are our savior. I thank you, Father, for Jesus. I thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for ministering your people tonight and all of us. You for the message. 
And, Lord, I thank you for your protection and for whatever, whatever is coming, whatever is ahead of us. We should not be afraid because you are with us. Whatever it is, whatever is coming, whatever it is, we should not be afraid. We should not be surprised because God, hallelujah, is taking care of us. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be your name, Jesus. Be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And brothers and sisters and friends that are listening, keep looking up. Run to the Lord. Seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Pray to the Lord because he hears. Hallelujah. Our prayers. Seek to the Lord like no ever. We have never been so close. Hallelujah. As we are. Hallelujah. Through the rapture or the tribulation. Everything is lining up. We're seeing it from the four corners of the earth. What is happening? Even the skies, hallelujah, are screaming out, crying out. They're letting us know the signs. The signs are everywhere. Hallelujah, hallelujah, because the king is coming. Earth and heaven are crying out. Thank you, Jesus. Help us to be ready, Lord. Help us to be ready for your return. Bless us, Lord Jesus. Give us, Lord Jesus, your peace. Hallelujah. Your shalom, Lord. Bless us all, my Lord. And my brothers and sisters, until next time, may God bless you. And keep looking up because the king is coming back. Hallelujah. All the glory and the honor to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit of God. Praise be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be the name, hallelujah, of the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach. Praise be the name, hallelujah, of the Holy Spirit of God. Praise be the name, hallelujah, Father God. Praise be your name forever and ever and eternity, hallelujah, forever and ever. May God bless you, my brothers and sisters, and keep looking up because the king is coming back. Praise the name of the Lord. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus.